0: Welcome back to another From the Stash Podcast. I'm your host, James Davis McAllister, and today we're going to be going over the NFL Divisional Playoff Round. Um, This is probably going to be a relatively short podcast. Um, Here at the beginning, though, I'd like to give a shout out to my sponsors, McAlpine Meadery, A Catholic Clothing, and... Rhodes Entertainment, Uh, shout out to you guys for sponsoring um, the podcast, I really do appreciate you guys, and if you haven't or aren't familiar with any of the three, go check them out. Okay, with that said, well, I'm a happy guy, because the Bills got their first playoff win since I do believe 1995, or 96, I can't remember, I think 95, which me being a Bills fan, that's, that game was... Rough. Uh Josh Allen ultimately won the game for us, but he also almost lost the game for us. So but I guess that relies on uh, a lot of or lies on a lot of quarterbacks uh shoulders, you know, whether they win or lose, you know, the game's always gonna get blamed on the quarterback. I think even in instances where a defense doesn't even, you know, perform, but the quarterback ends up getting, you know, blamed in the end of things. Hence probably why they're the you know highest paid player on the team typically. Okay, with that said, though, we're going to start an order of games, you know, starting today and, you know, going into tomorrow. So we got the Rams versus the Packers, the six seed versus the one seed Packers, six seed Rams versus one seed Packers. Um, I, in my last podcast, I do believe I had mentioned, you know, with Russell, you know, because the Rams beat the Seahawks, Um, Russell Wilson, he just, uh, he just doesn't have that limelight big game what it takes to uh, win. He just doesn't. And people can say what they want to say. But, I mean, if you look at Russell Wilson any time that he was ultra successful or you know they had won that Super Bowl or whatever, it uh, was Russell even on that team? God, I know I sound like an idiot because I don't even know if Russell was on that team or not. They won the Super Bowl. I do believe he was. But anyways, regardless, that doesn't matter. What The further they made it in the playoffs, they've had a running game. Uh, typically... Marshawn Lynch, um, this year, I know that they went through a running carousel and it wasn't, uh, like the Marshawn Lynch years, but the defense that Russell had, you know, this goes back to my, you know, saying, Oh, well, you know, quarterbacks always get the rod in the deal, but here I'll give him a little bit of a break because the Seahawks defense is rough, real rough. So. I wasn't – was I shocked the Rams won a little bit? You know, when I heard that Goff wasn't starting and then uh, that one guy, uh, Herford or Hufford or whatever the hell his name even was, I'd never even heard of the guy. Um, again, I probably sound like an idiot. John Herford, I think is his name. Uh, went to Wake Forest. I did some research on him, so I'm like, you know, who is this guy who went to Wake Forest? And, uh, yeah, once I saw that, that he was starting, I was like, oh well, Seahawks got this one. But they didn't. Um, the Rams' defense pulled through and, and got him the win. So on to this game, obviously Packers didn't play last week with this new format, the number one seed gets a buy. So anyways, um, I had the Packers winning this one, 23 to 17, uh, for some reason, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets the short end of the stick again, back to the quarterback conversation. Mm, excuse me. Um, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion is he might even be the, mm, he's a, he's a top three quarterback of all time. I don't think anybody could even really try to argue that. I mean, if if you're going by just numbers numbers alone, he might be the best. You know, if you look at his touchdowns and interception ratio, it's just it's out of this world. But this is the thing I've noticed with there in the playoffs, he doesn't show up like he does in the um regular season and and if the Packers defense, which I do believe is a top 20 this year defense, which he's never had. And that's why I was talking about with the raw end of the deal. Um, You know, the quarterback skin, especially Aaron Rodgers, he's never had a defense and he's really never had a running game. I mean, yeah, everybody's like, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. Um, Last year, he didn't even run for a thousand yards. And I know he gets a lot of touchdowns and that's awesome and stuff, but that you got to understand that Aaron Rodgers is the one getting them to those positions to where Aaron Jones can then pound the ball in. Um. But he. But with that said, though, he does have some semblance of a running game, and I think that's why these past couple of years you've seen a big spike in his completion percentages and things of that sort. Because he is now they're not able to just you know drop um, drop eight you know or um, you know run dime coverages things like that. Now they got to kind of worry about the uh, run, which put eight in the box, whatever they do, you know, run zone defense, whatever they may do to contain the running game, you know, that that opens up the passing game a lot. But, yeah, um, I got the Packers winning this one 23-17. I just, I'm not sold on Goff at all. Um, I'm sold on their defense, though. I really am. Their defense is really fun to watch, which is rare for me to say if defense is fun to watch. But the Rams' defense is fun to watch. But I just, I don't, I don't see them having enough offensive power to be able to outscore the Packers ultimately and that's that's what it is okay with this next game and we got the number five Ravens versus the number two Bills now we're gonna do a quick recap each of the last league games here uh, with the Ravens and uh, Titans honestly that's because Derrick Henry shit the bed I don't know that's why the Titans lost there's no other if ins or buts about it I think he averaged like 1.8 yards a carry or something it makes me wonder, you know, and, and, and I think I'd mentioned in my last podcast, you know, the NFL is a business. A lot of it's, you know, I feel is, is that fixed to an extent, you know, um, to cover Vegas lines, things of that sort. But man, what happened to Derrick Henry? Uh, he just, he really shit the bed, didn't he, folks? Like I'm wondering. What the hell happened? I, I I watched and I'm just, every time they hit him the ball, I'm waiting, you know, and, and Derrick Henry's a type of punishing, bruising runner that, um, he gets better throughout the game, you know? So as the game goes on, the better his runs are, meaning the defense gets worn down and they don't want to tackle the guy anymore. Cause he's a fucking, he, he he's a brick shit house. The dude's huge, man, you know? So they, they get in the defense gets worn down, but he kind of gets, uh, more momentum and more energy as the game goes on, and he just starts, you know, battering, ramming them. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, he'll pick it up in the fourth quarter. Well, halfway through the fourth quarter, I'm like, okay, he'll pick it up in the end of the, you know, this. And he just couldn't. And you know what? I'll fault the coaching too because I feel like they once – and I get and back to what I said, you know, that, yeah, he gets better throughout games. But once, you know, in a playoff game when things don't work – It's not the season to where, okay, if we lose this game, oh, well, we have next week, we can make it up, we can win, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you lose, you're done. So I I feel like the coaching staff should have shifted to the passing game and focused way more on the passing to allow Henry some more holes and stuff. Because, I mean, let's be honest, dude, you put eight in a box, it's fucking, they're going to run the ball. And even if they don't run the ball and you have eight in a box, I mean, you can run a zone t- style of defense or something where they can branch off and they can guard a receiver or a tight end or a running back that's going to go and do the flats for a pass or whatever it may be. Um, so I think the play calling was atrocious for Tennessee. Um, I'm not understanding why, again, they just kept pounding the ball, pounding the ball, pounding the ball, pounding the ball. I mean, again, I understand if it's regular season, but we're talking playoff football here. You cannot... If something doesn't work, you go on to the next thing. Yes, you got to stick to game plans to an extent, but what you know when it when it comes when when push comes to shove, you got to throw in the hat and say, all right, well here we're going to do this now. That wasn't working. Let's try this. And even if it's just for a series or two, and then if that doesn't work, you can always go back to your game plan. But you, when you just are hyper focused on a game plan, Henry, 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 you're not going to win. Um, and then the Bills-Colts game, oh my gosh. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, we should have won that. The refs were uh, just god off. When I say we, the Bills, and I shouldn't do that, but you know, be biased or anything, which I'm going to try not to be. I can't guarantee I won't be, but the refs were so atrocious in that game and it was bad. I mean, there was like two pass interferences that weren't weren't called there when we had uh, I think fumbled the punt or fumbled a kick or something. There was a face mask. I mean, the dude grabbed our returner's face mask and just whipped it around, but there was no call. And I just I I was like, wow, this is my buddy. Uh, shout out Eric, um, Eric McCormick Otho, my boy Otho. He, his team's the Colts, so he was over here watching it with me and. I mean, him and I both agreed, like, it was a hell of a game. And we knew, you know, it was going to be that game. And I said in my last podcast, people underestimate the um, Colts, you know, and what they were and what they are. But uh, he even agreed, you know, those, they were bad. I mean, it, it got to a point where I'm thinking, all right, this shit's so blatantly fixed that I was like, oh, my God. The Bills are going to end up losing this game. But I saw the Vegas spread was like six so. But... I just, I think that the Bills, um, I think they're better matched up against the Ravens than they are the Colts because the Colts do have a passing game. The Ravens don't. I don't give a shit what anybody says. People don't even fucking at me with it. Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback, a, a passing quarterback. It's fine. He does his dipsy doodahs and runs for 100 yards just out of third. And he's lucky he got a win last week because, again, the Titans shit the bed. If Derrick Henry hadn't he shit the bed, dude, the the Titans would have won that game without question. I mean, as you saw at the beginning of the game, they were just stomping him. But Lamar, um, I'm not taking anything away from Mars, athlete. I am a quarterback, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. I mean, he was kind of exposed this year. He had a game where he threw for, what, 91 yards in a fucking game? 91 yards in a full four-quarter game as an NFL starting quarterback. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That's terrible, it's horrid, and it's uncalled for. Um, but what I will say is we're going to have to watch him in the running game because... We can be exposed on the running side of things. Passing, we kind of got exposed by Pittman, uh, the rookie, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., um, for the Colts. He kind of exposed us a little bit last week. Uh, but I think we're more suited to handle the passing game than we are the run game to an extent. And, and hopefully we can contain Lamar. I think if we contain Lamar, we win. It's going to be easy. Uh, have us winning or not easy. I shouldn't say easy, not easy at all. Take that back, James. You didn't mean that. Uh, I think we're going to win 31 to 27. Um, I'm gonna try to speed this up here. I don't I didn't realize I'd be already uh 12 minutes in. I'm just talking my face off here, aren't I? All right, and then tomorrow we got the Bucks and Saints. Number five Bucks versus number two Saints. Um <sighs> how the Redskins even manage to score as much as they did against Tampa Bay is just mind-boggling. The fact that it came down to like the last possession of the game is embarrassing for Tampa Bay, I think. Um yeah, their defense is good. Uh, the Washington's defense, but come on, they're off. I mean, come on, dude. Their offense, yeah, they got that good running uh, back, that rookie running back, but uh, Gibson or whatever his name, I think it's Gibson. Yeah, Gibson. Uh, but they're not, I mean, that offense is pretty horrid, and they damn near lost the game. So I think that it could go either way here with the Saints and the Bucks. Uh the Saints struggled a little bit there against the Bears, but they ended up pulling it out, which ultimately I kind of figured they would, and I hope so. Uh, the Bears, again, like I said last week, had no business even being in the playoffs, but the Bucks. I think win this one 31-24. There's not a whole lot to say about this. Drew Brees usually shits the bed in in, uh, the playoffs. And not only that, the refs just for some reason hate the Saints. And we all know the refs love good old Tom Brady. Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay, folks. I mean, come on. It's kind of written in the sand here. Um, I remember I'd made a podcast that's since been deleted. I predicted the Patriots versus Buccaneers in the Super Bowl this year. And uh, obviously the Patriots aren't there. But we won't talk about that. Um, then next we got the Browns and chiefs number six Browns versus number one chiefs. Now I'll say this. Um, I said that Brown Steelers game was going to be game of the week and I don't, was it game of the week? Nee, I don't know. I mean, maybe for the Browns fans, they could say it was game of the week, but I, uh, I dozed off in the first quarter and I like woke up and it was 28 to nothing Browns. I'm like, what the hell happened? So, you know, um, and that was shocking me. But, but you know, it, this is I'll say this, you know, and I mentioned in the last episode, you know, I root for the Steelers somewhat because my uh, father was born and raised, you know, in Pittsburgh. But I'll say this, man. I'm a big Baker fan. I like Nick Chubb, both uh, on my fantasy team, as well as Jarvis Landry, uh, as well as Kareem Hunt. I had all four of those guys this year. And, in fact, I'm taking him into next year because it's a dynasty league. But, um, yeah, and if you guys would be interested in me doing, like, fantasy football episodes next uh, season, let me know. Hit me up in the inbox or something, and uh, let me know. James Davis McAllister on Facebook, and uh, shoot me a message. Let me know if you'd be interested in that. Well, anyways, it's kind of nice to see a little bit of a changing of the guard per se because Ben's getting old. You know, who knows? He may retire this year. If not, he's only got a couple years left. Baker's young. Baker hasn't even began to touch his prime yet. He's still in his developmental stages as an NFL quarterback. You know, he won't reach his prime given the opportunity until he's like. You know, that 28 ish, 20, you know, right around in there, right, rounding into his 30s, that's when we'll really see the Baker Mayfield. And and I think he's a beast. I really do. I think a lot of people underestimate him. I think, you know, once they got Odell, and I would said, once the cancer's gone, and I'd said this last episode, once the cancer's gone, he's going to shine, and boy, is he ever, you know? And I think it's just proven, you know, with the solid running game, what any quarterback can do, Baker Mayfield or whoever it may be. Um, but with that said, I mean the Chiefs have been off for a while now, but I just don't see them having the offensive power to keep up with the Chiefs. The Chiefs are on defense has got awful. I get it, but I mean it's Patrick Mahomes, dude. Like you're not gonna hold him under 31 points no matter what. So you have to get to 31 points no matter what if you're the Browns. I mean it's just that plain and simple. You're not gonna hold the the Chiefs still under 31. You're just not it's not gonna happen. Especially in a playoff game. So I have the Chiefs winning thirty-eight to twenty-eight. Um I, could I see the Browns winning this? Yes. I could see an upset. I could if Patrick comes out super rusty and just not on and uh, Nick Chubb just goes off and Cream Hunt. If Cream Hunt and Chubb can have... Okay, if Chubb and Hunt can each have 100-plus yards rushing, the Browns could win this game, and they very well might win this game if that happens. But is that going to happen? I don't know, man. I don't know that they're going to be able to run the ball like that because I think the Chiefs are going to jump out to a quick lead. And if they do, then you can't focus around the run. you got to pass the ball. So... um but with that said, yeah, we'll, we'll run down these again. Uh, I got the Packers beating the Rams 23-17. to I got the Bills beating the Ravens 31-27. to I got the Bucks beating the Saints 31-24. to And I got the Chiefs beating the Browns 38-28. to Hey, I appreciate you guys out there. And keep your heads up. Uh, hopefully this world will get back to uh, somewhat what we would call normalcy sooner than later. Appreciate each and every one of you. Much love. I'm your host, James Davis McAllister. And you just heard another episode of From the Stash Podcast. Peace out.